TCLSports.com. TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. TCL, America's fastest growing TV brand. Minnesota sports fans, we want to hear from you. Your comments, questions, thoughts? Tweet us at Score North. Call us at 651 646 8255. This is Ventline on Score North. Uh, I think I've said this before, but this this Zimmer team, their wins are just boring. And it's just, it's mind-blowing. Like, I, I, I don't need a Jerry Jones type of owner. Like, I need an owner who's going to answer to the fans when they misspell names on jerseys and have Chinese knockoffs on alumni. Like, what is going on? Like, what are we doing? Welcome into the Ventline Coffee Club. Today we are on a location as uh, as people are coming by. We are at the 30th Annual Choice Bank Minnesota Golf Show all day today uh, on Score North here. We are at the Minneapolis Convention Center. It is located in Hall B. Come on down. Doors open to 10 a.m. this morning, going until 7 o'clock tonight. Uh, tomorrow, 9 a.m. to 7 p.m. And then Sunday, get out of the cold and wrap things up here if you are a golfer. 10 a.m. to uh, 4 p.m. Declan Goff producing back in studio. Paul Black is always doing a marvelous job of engineering things and getting us on the air here. And it is the Ventline Coffee Club. So, Declan Goff, we, uh, I, as I was going through possible topics for today, and I was thinking to myself, there's not really much to vent about about golf, you know? Golf's not really a sport that you vent about, right? I mean, I, I guess you if, mean, you're, yeah. if you're playing, it can be. And I think when you get to the majors, it probably can be. But when we're talking about golf here on on a warmer day, but after a frigid day on Thursday in February, you don't really want to vent about golf. You don't want to complain. You want to embrace it. Embrace that spring is coming. Embrace the fact that um, as goofed up as baseball seems to be these days, that golf might be a suitable option. So I really was thinking to myself, okay, there's a, you're not going to vent about golf. What are you going to vent about? So I thought, and I was looking through stories this morning, and I came across one at ESPN.com and um, actually saw a tweet from our friend, Courtney Cronin, who, of course, does an outstanding job covering the Vikings and broke the news on Thursday about the fact that Everson Griffin's contract was, uh, was going to be voided by him because of playing time and sack incentives that Everson had reached last season. And today, Courtney chimed in with the fact that she had a little blurb as did all of the uh, contributors from the NFL Nation aspect of ESPN.com about players who are expected to make a difference and I hate this term but I will use it okay because it's a sports term Dex I will use it players are expected to make a difference and step up for their teams step up is the term I can't stand in uh, 2020 and so I thought what if we extrapolated that? What if we, as the combine now around the corner next week, NFL free agency getting uh, set to start next month, and then, of course, the draft in April. What if we extrapolated that, Declan, to be the top five Vikings for various reasons? Some would be natural progression. Some would be almost expected who have the most room for growth in their game in 2020. Yeah, that's a good point. Do you I like that one? I, because, I do like it. because I like that. Because, you know, we've spent how many weeks now and basically the month or so, or more, I guess, since the Vikings lost to uh, 
San Francisco in the playoff game, we've spent so much time talking about who's going to be gone. And it looks like Griffin is probably gone. Not for sure. He, he could come back on a new contract. But it looks like he's probably going to be gone. And we've talked about Linval Joseph. He's he going to be back. And we've run down the entire list. I, in fact, Collar's got a really good piece right now at scorenorth.com that you can find regarding the uh, potential future of left tackle Riley Reef. And so we spent so much time talking about who might be gone. I want to spend time talking about expectations for five guys who not only are not going to be gone, but are going to be firmly expected to take major steps. Okay. And, uh, where, are we, where are we starting? And Well, we're, we're going to start here. But, of course, this being the coffee club, if you would like to chime in, even though I'm at the golf show. And, by the way, Hall B, Minneapolis Convention Center, come on down, say hi. I'm on until uh, noon. Then it's going to be Rami and yours truly from noon to one on Score North Live. Then I believe it's Rami and Collar from one to two. Then it's Purple Daily, which is going to be a Collar and Sam Ekstrom talking uh, hardcore Vikings from two to four. And then we'll end our broadcasting day, as we always do locally here with uh, Mackie and Judd, with Rami from four to six. So plenty of time to stop on down, come by, say hi. Oh, and in fact, too, I buried the lead here, Dex. We've got a a very impressive putting green in front of our booth here. Ooh, I love me some Zolgad putts. And they're going to make me do it again, and of I'm going to look like an idiot, which no. is just fine. No. But do you know how long it took me to make a putt last year, Declan? Uh, Paul Black is saying about 40. 40. I, you know what? I think I quit, Paulie. Yeah, I quit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, it took me. Well, first of all, Dex, <laughs> this is a lengthy green. Yep. I think you could call it. It's not. It's not. Been there. Easy, but and I can you know, among the great um, Judd Sports challenges back in the day, golf was actually my best. I can strike the ball okay. Well, it's it's all about drive for show, putt for dough, Judd. Drive <laughs> for show, much. putt for dough. Yes, and guess who's not good at putting for dough? Zolgad. Exactly right. But if you are, come down here, and and we've got all types of gifts and. Neat things to uh, give away if you are good at putting for dough. Come in the golf show. You'll walk in. Hall B here. Turn to your right, and you will see our booth, our broadcast area, and our putting green. And our our guy, uh, Ross Brendel, our promotions director, can take it from there in setting you up to have a chance to win something by making an impressive putt. My guess is I'll be forced to do this by Mackie and Rami between four and six. I'm not pleased about that, but I will because I'm a good sport. The problem then is, and this is why I hate 2020, it's going to be on video. They're going to put it on Twitter. I'm going to look like a complete goofball. It's there forever. People will mock me. They deserve that. All right. So, speaking of five athletes that we don't want to be mocking who play for the Vikings, 651-646-8255. You can certainly call in if you agree with my assessments here. If you think I'm missing somebody, because I'm only picking five, five potential guys who have the most room for growth in their game in 2020. And Declan, my top one, I'm going to start with the one that Courtney picked as her main choice, because she only had the option of picking one, would be 2019 second-round pick tight end Irv Smith Jr. All right? Now, the impressive thing is Irv Smith, as a rookie in 2019, 47 targets, 36 receptions, 311 yards, two touchdowns in 16 games. 
That's impressive. He had a really nice year. Six foot two, 242 pounds. But where I think there's room for growth here is I think we're going to start a very, very firm transition with Irv Smith Jr. And, and Kyle Rudolph to a certain degree here where the swap of who does what becomes really evident, and here's why. Rudolph is a really sure-handed and I think a quality tight end. The difference is Irv Smith Jr. is a tight end who at 6'2", 242, fits the hybrid now of am I a tight end or wide receiver? And that's where I think Irv Smith takes what the Vikings have done traditionally with guys like Kyle and takes it up. And so I could see a scenario here, as I think somebody just missed a putt. I could see a scenario here where if Diggs is back, which I fully expect, Thielen is back for sure, that instead of saying, okay, you know, is um, B.C. Johnson going to fit in as the third guy, where basically that third guy, to a large extent, becomes Irv Smith. And in this case, because I'm going to um, put these guys in categories, if Irv Smith does what I expect him to do in his sophomore year as a Viking that takes a already really good contributing player and makes him better. And as I go down this list, that's not going to be true. The mandate for what that's going to mean for you is not going to be the same. But my first one, Irv Smith. 651-646-8255, the Ventline Coffee Club, alive and well and uh, coming to you today. Coming to you today from the 30th Annual Choice Bake Minnesota Golf Show, 651-646-8255. I believe our friend Dave is on hold. Declan, why don't you punch up Dave? Dave, how are you this morning? Jed, how you doing, bud? I'm doing good. How are you? Good. Have fun out there. I and, will. Uh, I, I want to give you a couple of quick names. Yep. Um, you stole my you stole my first one. I'm sorry um, about but, that. Uh, that's all right. Um, uh, great minds think alike. We'll stick with that one. Um, I was going to go with uh, Brian O'Neill as well to continue to move forward additionally. I like it. Um yeah, I'm going to go with uh, one off the off the topic for you. But I think he'll end up playing this year. Um, <clears throat> Oli Udo, keep that in mind. Uh, maybe as a right tackle option. Oli Udo, I don't have that one. That's that's a good one. <clears throat> Thank you. So wait, um, Dave. Dave, are are you saying Udo right tackle O'Neill eventually swings to left tackle? Uh, I think so because they, I think they may move uh, our buddy from left tackle into. Uh, and the guard, I think, and try to get in a reduced salary based on what a guard, you know, would make as opposed to a tackle. Yeah, okay. I think it's a possibility. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, which then cre- creates one less position to fill, Jed. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, other than that, I would probably say um, another guy on the ra- off the radar. You know me. I like those kind of guys. Um, assuming they don't do anything with, uh, with Joseph, uh, I would go with uh, Armand Watts. <clears throat> okay. And um, – Yep, and I'm also going to go um, with a guy that I really think uh, led special teams and tackles last year, has the same trajectory as Trey Waynes. I think he'll be better uh, playing the ball, and that's uh, Chris Boyd as well. So I'm trying to go with some young so you're, guys. You're going with the kids here. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Cool. Thanks, Dave. Yeah. Thank you. Hey, no problem. Talk Thank to you. you. Yeah, so Dave, my list and Dave's list are not um, identical aside from Irv Smith because I also stuck with – 
returning veterans. He, yeah, he had who a lot. I expect of, to do who I just expect to do more as well. Yeah, he he, he had, had a lot kids. of sleepers on there. A lot of sleepers. Exactly. Six five one six four six eight two five five. Uh, we are at the 30th annual Choice Bank Minnesota Golf Show. We are talking Vikings right now on Ventline, and uh, let's go to Alec. Alec, what's going on on this Friday? All right, hey, not much. All right, so I guess I'll, you know, since you guys are, you know, at the golf course here, before I give my little Vikings well, we're, picks, I'll we're not at the this. course. We're not at the course because we'd be freezing at, at the course. But the next best thing <laughs> is the golf show. Okay, the golf show. So there's there's nothing better than than having a small town golf course pretty much all to yourself at like a 7 a.m. or 8 a.m. on a cool summer morning when the grass is still wet. Greatest thing in the world. Mm -hmm. So, anyways, some of the Vikings, uh, I I think some of the potential breakout people who have the most potential here. I'm I'm going with Odenabo. Okay. Uh, I'm going with Mike Hughes because I think all it's going to take is for him to be truly healthy. And then... um, and then I'll, I also had Irv, uh, Irv Smith on mine. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I also think possibly Drew Samia. So you're going and, kids, too. Nice. Yep. And then my last one will be because we all know that even though they shouldn't, they'll sign Dalvin Cook to an extension, and then his <laughs> one of his joints will explode, and then Alexander Madison will go off. So there's my picks. Thanks, so, guys. Hey, wait, wait, wait. Of, of that group, did he hang up? He hung up. Oh, I was trying to get him to say of that group outside of Irv Smith. Who's his? Who's his next guy? All right. So, so Dave and Alec Declan both elect to go young, which is fine. Absolutely correct. But my number two might surprise you, and you also might be like, Judge, just stop with this. Year after year, you do this. A lot of people do. My number two on my list of five Vikings who I think there is actual room for growth in their game in 2020, and this is not just based on how they decide to play or they play. This is based on use, too, all right? My number two, I'm going to do it again because of a coaching move, Anthony Barr. All right. Anthony Barr, even before Teddy in that draft, is Mike Zimmer's first-ever first-round pick. Anthony Barr is a guy that Mike Zimmer absolutely loves. He's a guy who was basically gone to the New York Jets, sat down and thought about it, and I don't blame him one bit, called the Vikings and said, I want to come back, and the Vikings and Zim said, absolutely. And we've debated that one for a while now because until Everson Griffin voided his contract yesterday, the Vikings were the most over the cap for any team of the projected 2020 cap in the National Football League, and it wasn't even close. Now, when Griffin voided his deal, which was voiding the last three years, 2020, 21, 22, on Wednesday or Tuesday, he did free up some cap space. But it's only a million dollars, so there's work to be done here. But Anthony Barr, in 85 games over six seasons, Declan, do you care to guess how many sacks, a guy who we thought, a linebacker who we thought certain was going to get a lot of sacks. Right. Do you care to guess how many sacks in 85 games over a six-year period Anthony Barr has? I'm going to go under 20. I will say 16. That's very close. That's very good. He has 15. Oh, wow. Extremely close. Putt for dough. Putt for dough, but way too low. How about that? Wow, okay. Move on, Judd. Man, I'm I'm on fire today. I am on fire. These people all turn around. They're like, Judd, how do you do that? I can't make a putt. You can, but I can talk, so I'll trade you. His career high, Anthony Barr's career high in sacks, 
came as a rookie with four. It gets even more astounding as to how little Anthony Barr has actually gotten to quarterbacks during the course of a six-year career, which, by the way, includes Pro Bowl berths and success. He had last season, and I looked this up this morning, and it absolutely astounded me. Anthony Barr last season had one and a half sacks on the season. All right, now you're saying, Judd, that's unbelievably low. It gets even more astounding because I looked up the play-by-play from week one of last year. Did you all realize, and I had forgotten this, I sort of thought, I think this might be the case. Did you all realize that Anthony Barr, his one full sack, so not the half sack that he got in on later in the season, came on the first Vikings play from scrimmage of 2019 against the Falcons? He got that sack against Matt Ryan. It was an eight-yard loss on the first play from scrimmage. He did not have a sack after that. That's remarkable. It is absolutely off the charts remarkable. And so here's why I think that there is hope, and I'm just going to say there's hope that that's going to change in 2020. Let's hear it. Dom Capers has been hired. He's an older guy, and he's not coming in as the defensive coordinator. I know that Mike has now split those duties between Andre Patterson and his son, Adam. Um, And Mike will call the defensive plays. But Dom Capers comes in as a defensive consultant. Dom Capers' forte, and he had a lot of success a long time ago, but he knows the the foundation of how to run a 3-4 defense, which obviously in a 3-4 features linebackers who get to quarterbacks. Everson Griffin, I'm almost positive, is going to be gone. Daniil Hunter is a special player. But the one reason why I'm holding out hope that the addition of Capers and the thought process of the Vikings in having to find a new way maybe to get to quarterbacks in 2020 might change is we are seeing more and more defenses find success, and Zimmer is willing to do this by basically being multiple with players. And that means you're not... You're not grounded in one place. Think of Harrison Smith. He plays all over the board, right? He's all over the place. So if you have ideas for Anthony Barr and can use, I'm not saying that you're going to switch to a 3-4 defense. You're not going to do that. But Mike has experience when he ran Parcells' defense with the Cowboys. He has experience in a 3-4. He's bringing in capers, which I don't think is just some weird fluke. I think it's being done for a reason. And he's got a guy, if you look at his linebackers, Anthony Barr, as good as Kendricks was in 2019, and he was outstanding. Anthony Barr is the guy who strikes me as being the one who, if you're going to deploy him to rush and put pressure on, or if you're going to deploy a linebacker, he makes the most sense. So I'm going to do it again for probably the fifth consecutive year, Declan Goff. I am going to predict that Anthony Barr will have an impact that he has not previously had in six years as a Viking by getting to opposing quarterbacks. You can call me crazy, and at this point, I don't blame you. Well, you're crazy regardless, but yes, I, I well, right. no, I'm saying, point. I'm saying on my, on my used to be, it used to be a hot sports take, and now it's really not. But if you're looking for ways to replace Everson Griffin, if you're looking for ways to confuse teams that are going to spend the offseason looking at what you've done previously defensively and say, okay, the Vikings do this, the Vikings do that. I think this is the one curveball that you have a very good chance 
to take an established veteran player who, by the way, is not here for cheap. He came back and I think he took a pretty, I think he took a very fair contract probably, but it's not a cheap contract. Right. This would be, so as far as if this happens, let's say Anthony Barr finishes next year with, I'm trying to pull out a fair sack statistic. Let's say he has six of them, okay? That's a really nice year. I will be pleasantly surprised now, but it is long overdue, and that's not necessarily in any way his fault. So Anthony Barr, so my top two guys as far as the five Vikings who have the most room for growth in their game in 2020, Irv Smith won just because he's an ascending young player. Anthony Barr is not ascending, and he's not young, but there is a scheme way to make him more effective. I, I know what you mean. You definitely want him to be getting after the quarterback a heck of a lot more than he is. I mean, I think Zimmer does a very good job at putting him in coverage, and I don't think he gets enough credit for what he's able to do as a linebacker. Mm-hmm. But when you're paid, what, $13, $14 million a year now for the next 40 seasons, that's a lot of dough for a coverage specialist linebacker. You need him to be getting after the quarterback a heck of a lot more. Yeah, and he's not, you know, and it's not his fault. He's not necessarily ever been great in coverage but i'll just always go back to the one thing and this might be um this might be wrong on my point but dex when you look at bar as well don't you sort of see that jason taylor athletic ability there's got to be there's got to be more that you can get from him if you give him that opportunity because that's the that's what i've always seen from him or thought about him and it's just never really come together or crystallized. And I don't even know that that's his fault. But when you look at that build and when you look at the ability that he has and you say to yourself, man, and, you know, again, I'll go back to that first play because when, when I looked it up in the play-by-play, I remembered it, Declan. That first play against the Falcons, you know, Matt Ryan's like, what is this? And I remember I looked at Colin and I'm like, did Anthony Barr just get a sack? On, right, you know, well, on the first play, is this the difference? Is this is this the new formula? And of course, then he got half a sack for the rest of the season. And I mean, he was after Ryan all day that day. I mean, he had a he had a sack, and the, I think he even had a couple hurries and knockdown, a fumble recovery. I mean, he was a beast, and it was like, okay, here here is the new blueprint for Anthony Barr. Right, this is what we all wanted. And then, yeah, just I don't know if just scheme wise, they just stopped uh, letting him get after the quarterback. Exactly right. So. The, the list on VetLine today, the five Vikings who have the most room for growth in their game in 2020. I'm through two. Irv Smith Jr., the tight end, is one. Anthony Barr is two. That, that leaves uh, three left to go. If you have ideas, and we've gotten two calls from people who are probably ident- identifying younger talent than me, but that's fine. 651-646-8255. 651-646-8255. It's, it's the VetLine Coffee Club today. We are at the 30th Annual Choice Bank Minnesota Golf Show. We're here all day at the Minneapolis Convention Center. Check us out. We are right to the right in Hall B as you walk in. The convention um, goes today. The golf show, I should say, goes until 7 p.m. today, 9 a.m. to 7 p.m. on Saturday, 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. on Sunday. We'll be broadcasting here all day live. This show leads things off. Score North live with Rami from noon to 2. Purple Daily with Collar, 2 to 4. And then Mackie and Judd with Rami. Uh, from uh, 4 to 6, also, as always, want to thank um, our friends from Choice Bank for sponsoring us at the golf show here. We'll come back with my next, my final, I guess, three Vikings who I expect can make a difference if their role either changes or the Vikings get more from them. 
in 2020. But before we uh, take a break, I want to talk... Score North Download, Declan Goff here taking you through Vikings Ventline as we are live at the Minnesota Choice Bank Golf Show. Judd Zolgad is rolling on Vikings Ventline. we got Score North Live coming up with Rami Makloff and Judd at noon. Collar will join for the 1 o'clock hour. Purple Daily from 2 to 4, talking plenty of football in your face, as well as Mackie and Judd with Rami from 4 to 6. Be sure to stop on down and say hi to us and uh, you know, maybe get Judd Zolgad to uh, hit a little putts. Judd, what do you think? Can you, can you hit a putt for us? I told you I'll be forced to. I will not make one, and I'm going to embarrass myself, and I appreciate you bringing that up from the safety of the studio where I can't get near you. Exactly. That's exactly how I roll. Over at scorenorth.com, Vikings defensive end Everson Griffin has opted out of his contract, according to ESPN's Courtney Cronin. Griffin did uh, did so after meeting the two figures that allowed him to avoid the final three years of his contract. Griffin's salary cap hit for 2020 would have been $13.9 million, and the Vikings could still retain him on a new deal. But over the cap, now as the Vikings with $1.4 million in cap space, that is 31st among NFL teams ahead of only the Jacksonville Jaguars. So still some plenty of cap restructures are probably on the way for the Vikings to try to figure out what they're going to do in free agency with some big-time key free agents that are on the table, including my man Anthony Harris. I already have told you my plan, Judd, of what I would do with Anthony Harris, and that would involve... Cutting the hitman and yeah, maybe it's restructuring. Not gonna happen, dude. Okay, well I have not a lot of happening. You know from Judd's hockey show that I bring nothing but hot takes, That's and true. when I am right, i.e. Alex Galchenyuk, I am going to brag about it. So when it happens, people just, are just shaking be ready. their heads out just here be at the thought of your Harrison Smith. Oh, okay, idea, that's fine. That's fine. And I don't blame them one yep, bit. I don't people care. are running to the bar, which by the way is sounds very, great very close, to drink because you've just suggested they cut Harrison Smith. Cheers. Salute. That bar is way too close. It's always too close. Declan, stay away. Okay. All right. So, Ventline is the show, the coffee club, which, yes, I am drinking coffee. I'm not drinking beer. Paul Black, who is engineering and doing a fantastic job, as always, can vouch for me that I am not drinking beer. I am uh, drinking coffee from my local uh, Speedway, I believe. We are at, as Declan said, the 30th Annual Choice Bank Minnesota Golf Show. Uh, I'm going through my Vikings, my five Vikings. I'm through two of them who I think can make a definite impact and change uh, things for the Vikings in 2020. Uh, but before we get to uh, John, who's on hold, and by the way, 651-646-8255, 651-646-8255, if you would like to join the coffee club. Uh, want to remind people, since we're at the golf show, that the Minnesota Golf Passport is back and available right now at scorenorth.com. Play 12, 18 whole rounds at 12 beautiful courses for just one low price of $75. That's a $435 value $435 value for $75. Supply is limited. Visit scorenorth.com. The keyword is deals. That's scorenorth.com where you can find all of best of Zolgad, Collar, and Wetmore. Keyword deals to purchase and learn more. 651-646-8255. Before I get back to my list, let's bring in the vice president of the Ventline Coffee Club, a man who sometimes is in Boston, sometimes he's in Manhattan. Where are you today, John? Back on the grind, back in the best city in the world, Judge. You know what's sad? I can't disagree with you. No, no, that's not sad though. That's you know, it's just facts. Now, uh, now it's got some bad football. football te- it's got some bad football teams. Yeah, that's why. Uh, that's why I'm uh, still a Vikings fan. You know, mediocre football team. <laughs> yeah, you know, like... <laughs> always trying, John. Always trying. Yeah, right. What's up? Uh, okay, first of all, you know, if you're, I, I saw you. You were kind of getting. Salty about the gram not really bringing it like the same way Twitter does. Yeah, and then you also don't want your ridiculous-looking putt 
to be out there for all to see. It's like you can't have it both ways. Sometimes you got to be the hero you want to see in the world. You know, John, that's a really good point. And I got to admit, I like to complain about the fact that I'm going to be mocked. And I accept that. And I also enjoy it. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Twitter, do you know what I think Twitter is? I think it's playing your home games in the Bronx. And you know what the gram is? It's playing a home game in the Trop. It's sure. got some color to it. Or, or the Marlins Stadium. You know, I was thinking like Anaheim. Okay, yeah, exactly. It's Did, nice you know, and, and you know? it's quaint. But you know what? Right. If I stink or I boot a ground ball, I want to hear it. So you're right. right. I do enjoy... I. Delph protest too much. I act like I'm not going to like the fact that people are going to laugh at me for missing putts, but then I get home, I watch it, and I laugh and enjoy the comments of Zolgad sucks. You're right. You got me. <laughs> hey, I mean, you know, I was just thinking, look at this guy, you know, putt, you know, but if you want to go all the way, you know, listen, I'm sure you've read it enough to believe it. No, exactly uh, okay, right. Okay, well, who's, your Viking? Ironic, who's your Viking? Who's your Viking? Ironic. Yeah, you're at the golf show. You know, you, you put this one on a tee for me. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. Why did I expect that? Get, All right. Get to it, John. Yeah, thank you, Declan. Who's your Viking? Sir, Kirk Cousins needs to play better. Needs to step up. Needs to play like the $28 million quarterback. I know people say don't worry about the contract. I'm worried about the contract because we can't sign anybody else. So, you know what? As long as we're going to pay him that much against the cap... He needs to play like that much percentage of the cap. And when we get into the playoffs, he doesn't need to throw a darn interception to Richard Sherman on a route nobody knows what's going on. He needs to actually play to win the darn game. I got bad news for you, John. I think the He is who we thought he was. Exactly. You gotta give me give me somebody who you actually think has a chance to be different than he was. I think Garrett Bradbury. Ah, okay. To do the Brian O'Neill. Okay. Step up. Okay, that's fair. That one could happen. In fact, Bradbury should happen. Thanks. We talk, we can hope. Talk to you on Monday, John. Have a good weekend. Six five one six four six eight two five five. All right. So my top two of my five Vikings, who I expect that there is significant room for growth, and that's why I told John it can't be Kirk Cousins. It has to be realistic. Significant room for realistic growth. Irv Smith was one. Anthony Barr was two. Here's my third, Declan. Holton Hill. Oh, wow. I know we're all talked about, we've all talked about Chris Boyd, and you know what? He might be the guy, too. But Trey Waynes, I think, is almost certainly going to be gone. Xavier Rhodes, I think, almost certainly is going to be gone. Mackenzie Alexander, the nickel corner, who could move outside, I would try to bring back. I don't know he wants to come back, okay? So let's say all three, but certainly two of the three are gone. Holton Hill is a guy who came out of college who would have been drafted for sure, but for off-the-field problems, right? So the Vikings signed him as an undrafted free agent in 2018, and as memory serves, paid him pretty well. My only advice for him now is, Holton, don't get suspended not once, but twice during the course of this offseason, like you did last year, become reliable. Don't use recreational drugs. Don't use um, PEDs. Just be reliable. Because as a rookie, Holton Hill played in 16 games. 
And the Vikings liked him a lot. And I think the Vikings thought, we got a steal. Last year, yes, he got eight-game suspension, and Zimmer did use him, although I think fair to say sparingly, in the last eight games when he came back. But nonetheless, he played in all eight games. Now, ordinarily, if you are sort of a wild card coming out of college because of off-the-field problems, and then you get signed as an undrafted player, and you spend one year with the team, and then get suspended for four games, and then within the same offseason get suspended for four more, all right? What do most teams say, Declan? What do most teams say to guys like Holton Hill? See you later. Later. You're gone. Bye-bye. He's 22. The Vikings held on to him because they clearly love him. If Holton Hill, and he is 22, he's a young man, if he gets his act together. In fact, you know what he could look at? And, and this guy didn't have the same exact problems, but he certainly had problems, and he dropped, in his case, to the fourth round because of it and then has gone on to a very nice career. And, yes, there have been problems once in a while. Everson Griffin. Everson Griffin's a guy who was drafted in the fourth round. He was a first-round talent. Early on, I believe he got arrested in Los Angeles, and I think it was he got arrested twice in Los Angeles after his rookie season within, like, five days. Did some really dumb stuff. But you know what? They sat him down and said, get your act together. He did. The same thing applies for opportunity that exists here right now to play cornerback in a coach's scheme that basically develops, gives you every opportunity to develop and be successful. My third Viking, who I think has a chance if he can get his head on straight, and he's only 22, Holton Hill. 651-646-8255. Sports son Nick, I believe he's up next. Hi, Nick. Hey, what's up, sports dad? Say, um, I, like, I really like the Holton Holton Hill pick. I think that's my favorite one out of the three you said. Um, yeah, I wish I could get out there for the golf show. It's just started with work. I assume you guys are going to do some live events for the Twinkies this year. I hope so, yes. Definitely. Okay, great. Um, so I'll give you three names. Uh, first, has anybody said Stephen Weatherly? Nobody has. That's, right, good. that's a really him. good one. Coming up, yeah, I mean, we're. I, I don't – even if Everson gets a you know re, restructured contract, I think Weatherly's on the up and up. He's going to get a new contract. He's a great player. Mm-hmm. Um, he's only getting better. And then I would say the two names I will say next is contingent based on if something bad happens. Now, what I mean by that is Ola B.C. Johnson if Stefan Diggs gets traded. Yep. And Alexander Madison if Cook holds out. And I think one of if not both, one of those things are going to happen. So it's it's kind of based on that, but I do expect Madison to kind of have a little bit of a bigger role, even if Cook is playing the whole year. Most definitely. And I think, and and I think B, BC being in it another year will not have a Jarius Wright type year, but I think he will also just evolve as a player in whole. Thanks, Nick. Talk yep. to you soon. Yeah, that's a good one. And BC Johnson's a guy who is a late round pick, and he's another one of these guys. And this is why I say this: unless you are just a, a a transformational wide receiver talent. And Rick Spielman's done a really good job. Uh, Stefan Diggs, Thielen shows up basically for an undrafted tryout. B.C. Johnson, wide receivers can be found. But I think 
so I think Diggs is not being traded. I think Diggs, unless there's something really, really wrong here, I think Diggs is back. Um, does he have to iron some stuff out with the organization? Maybe. But I think Diggs is back, as I said before. Thielen's back for sure. And that's why I will not be surprised at all if the guy who sort of becomes the, the third receiver who we're talking about a lot isn't necessarily B.C. Johnson, who still could play a key role, but is Irv Smith. All right, number four on my list. Sports on Nick just brought this guy's name up, and he's exactly right. And this one is, Declan Goff, extremely important. All right. So, again, my top five Vikings in 2020 who have the most room for growth. Some of that growth is personal. Some of that growth is how the Vikings use that player in the scheme. Irv Smith was one. Anthony Barr was two. Holton Hill was three. I'm going to remain in the cornerback, defensive backfield for number four. And this one is crucial. Mike Hughes. All right. Mike Hughes, as a rookie, played, I believe, in something like four games, four or five games, and in his fourth or fifth game, tore his ACL. He's done. So he wasn't set to come back. No surprise at the start of 2019. He eventually did, and then I believe it was the Star Tribune that broke the story, that late in the season in 2019 broke a vertebrae in his neck and was sidelined then. Mike Zimmer said at his end-of-the-season press conference that the expectation is that Mike Hughes is going to recover and be absolutely fine for uh, 2020. So he played in, I'm sorry, it was six games as a rookie and then 14 before he broke the vertebrae last season. And so he's played in 20 total games since being a first-round pick by the Vikings, and he started five times. This one's not, to me, optional, Declan. This one's not, uh, man, it's going to be nice if Mike Hughes develops and plays well. This one's mandatory. He's a first-round pick. You had a lot of choices at that time, and we're all like, really, a cornerback again? And part of my platform has always been, hey, if you identify a first-round talent at cornerback, I'm not going to get down on you for taking a corner in the first round because can you find corners throughout the draft? You absolutely can. Can you, can you be as consistent on doing that as you can wide receivers or running backs? Absolutely not. But if you're going to expend that pick on a first-round pick, my expectation, Mike Hughes, is when you when the neck is healed, when you are set to go, you are a starter outside. You're not in the nickel. You are not coming off the bench. You are prepared now in what is your third year in this league to be a starter. So my fourth one, and this one again, not optional, not a nice story, not a, man, he, he sure developed. Mike Hughes needs to replace when he's ready to come back either Trey Waynes or Rhodes. And if he doesn't, it becomes a massive disappointment, Declan. So Mike Hughes is in the territory of he's got to stay healthy, he has to be productive, and he's got to play an important role on the 2020 Vikings. I like it. Yeah, I, I, he has to show up. He's a first-round pick, and he's a he's a cornerback that they desperately need right now since since Xavier Rhodes seems to be cooked and likely going to be cut. And Trey Waynes and Mackenzie Alexander probably only bring one of those guys back, and, and you're definitely looking at drafting another defensive back. So I totally can see why he, why the Vikings need him to step up. 651-646-8255, one to go on our list of Vikings who uh, whose improved play or improved use in the Vikings scheme can make a difference. 
If you'd like to join the conversation, I still have one name left, 651-646-8255. Don't forget, score north all day at the 30th annual Choice Bank Minnesota Golf Show at the Minneapolis Convention Center. We're in Hall B. We'll be broadcasting uh, live here until 6 p.m. this evening. The show goes until 7 tonight and then tomorrow, 9 a.m. to 7 p.m. And then Sunday, 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. And again, thanks to the folks at Choice Bank for the sponsorship of the golf show. Back after... Event line continuing from the 30th Annual Choice Bank Minnesota Golf Show. We are in Hall B in the Minneapolis Convention Center. Uh, when you walk into Hall B, we are right to your right. Stop on by, say hi. Uh, can, the uh, golf show goes until 7 p.m. this evening. We'll be broadcasting until 6. Uh, Mackie and Judd with Rami at 4. Before that, will be Purple Daily at 2 o'clock. And coming up next at noon, Rami and Score North Live. Golf show, uh, thanks to our friends from Choice Bank, goes all weekend. 9 a.m. to 7 p.m. on Saturday, 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. on Sunday. And by the way, uh, you can attempt an extremely long putt if you want right in front of where we're broadcasting. And if you attempt a putt, you will get something. Golf balls, we've got lots of good stuff to give away. Thanks to our promotions director, Ross Brendel. I want to thank Declan Goff back in studio for producing things, doing a great job. And our friend Paulie Black, engineering things, one of the best in the business. 651-646-8255. Uh, Dean, you're up next on Ventline. How are you, Dean? I'm good. How are you guys doing? Outstanding. All right, so I do like your picks so far. Um, I do have a good one that I think personally would be somebody who needs to step up. If he can stay healthy, in my opinion, Ben Gideon. I think he's hmm. a little bit more overshadowed by Barr and Kendrick since he's a linebacker, but I think even Eric Wilson kind of overshadows Ben Gideon when he's on the field. I agree with you on that completely. Yes. Now, do do you think do you think he should play though, or has Wilson done such a good job as the third linebacker that Gideon should almost be relegated to either a backup role or uh, competing to even make the fifty-three uh, man roster? I I think he should. I think Eric Wilson probably should take over for Gideon because he has kind of made a bigger impact for when Kendricks or Barr goes down with an injury, and I I just never hear Gideon's name when. When he's out on the field, it's always Anthony Barr, Kendricks, Wilson, anybody that fills in for them. Thanks, Dean. Appreciate the thoughts and phone call. Ventline Coffee Club continuing. We are at the Choice Bank Minnesota Golf Show at the Minneapolis Convention Center Hall B. Mark, you are up next. How are you, Mark? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing outstanding. Outstanding. That's awesome. Uh, I am going to say... Not because of the way he's played, because he's played great, but Alexander Madison. Okay. And here's my rationale behind that. If Mike Zimmer would just take three steps back, let Capers and the defensive coordinators run their game, let Kubiak run their game, Mm -hmm. instead of mixing in the pot where Norv Turner leaves, John Filippo had problems, Kevin Sistransky is gone. Just let the men do their job because they have skill. I don't, One thing that Kubiak could do. Oh, go ahead. Hey, Mark, I don't see Mike Zimmer relinquishing um, defensive duties like he probably does offense, though. Like, I think he tells the offensive guys, I want to run the football, and then sort of just says, so run it. Defense, we're talking about a guy that calls plays. We're talking about a guy that just split the coordinator duties, but you know that he's the coordinator. So I totally get your point, and it might be a good point. But as far as stepping back from the defense, that's his pride and joy. And I respect that completely. If he uh, works as a team with the rest of the people around, 
takes the input, like I think he will. Yeah, sure. Because they wouldn't hire sure. Dom if, if they wouldn't have got him involved. Exactly. I guess I am more talking about the offense. Uh, and Diggs has a perfect, valid reason for acting like he does sometimes because he's open every play. Yep, and that's his frustration. So, Thanks, Mark. Appreciate the call. Let's continue on the Coffee Club event lines. We have a flurry of late calls. Hey, Chris, what's going on? Morning, Judd. Morning. Uh, I'll try and keep it brief. Thank um, you. So, uh, Linval Joseph probably going to be gone, so they're going to be asking more probably Julio Johnson. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other one is they're not going to be able to afford to pay Harrison Smith and uh, Anthony Harris, so they might end up trading Harrison Smith. Have to ask Hold on a second, Chris. So you're saying what Declan's saying, which 22 might be gone. This is a highly controversial. Love it, Chris. This is a highly controversial <laughs> hot sports day, Chris. It's fun, but I mean, I just I can't see Mike Zimmer. The more I thought about this, I can't see Mike doing anything that would allow that guy to leave the building. He might have a choice. Yeah. Well, here's my thing. Anthony Harris in my world then doesn't come back. Because he's 28. He's not a kid himself. Yeah. Anyway, thanks, Chris. You're welcome. Bye. And the final word on the coffee club today, as we are at the Choice Bank Minnesota Golf Show, is going to go to Terrence. Hello, Terrence. Hey, buddy. I moved to Arizona. I got, all I got to say is go, Diggs, go. Um, <laughs> we don't need you. We'll get, a, we'll get A.J. Green. Are you guys going to be <laughs> up at the uh, – I'm only 90 minutes from uh, Vegas. Are you going to be there for the draft? I will not be. I, I, it will be utter chaos, I am sure, as they try and get those players on a, what, a little raft to get them out to the podium. I'll check in with you. See ya. Love it. Thanks, Terrence. Did Bye. you hear those two callers, Judd? They are totally with Declan Goff. They are on board with my plan. You cut Harrison Smith, you sign A.J. Green, bring them all on, baby. Let's go. Here's the scary thing. Terrence, I don't know as well. Chris is a really good caller. Exactly. Like, here's... When you talk, I dismiss you, which is not fair and not nice. When Chris talks, I'm like, I wonder if Chris has a point. Yeah, we got it. We're already in talks with Rick Spielman already, so we'll get back to you on that. All right, vent line is done. We're back at 11 a.m. on Monday. Score North Live up next. We're at the 30th Annual Choice Bank Minnesota Golf Show, Hall B, Minneapolis Convention Center. Come say hi.